and welcome to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. I'm glad you've made the connection and are with us today. I'm Lori Fitz, your host, and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community, and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us imagining, get us emotionally charged, get us uh, contemplating, and most of all, getting us connected. So today, we're going to be looking at ourselves a little more deeply. Um, We're going to do an internal journey, uh, an inner world uh, look at the world. And I think it's good not only to be looking outward, but to be looking inward. And so on our journey of connections, we're looking at how do we connect with who we are and what we feel and what we know and, and how to learn from that. And to do that, I have got Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor and considers herself an intuitive medium. And I love every time Christine's on the show, she brings me a new set of awareness, things to think about, things to reflect on, that all of a sudden, months later, I'm like, yeah, Christine said something about that. And and it's how it gets integrated into the way you think and the way that you take in information around the world in ways that seem so practical makes so much sense, but also has a new twist to it. So to describe Christine, she is an intuitive working for more than 20 years. She's honed her craft uh, with a variety of clientele. She has both local and national, and she welcomes the very simple philosophy about our psychic abilities that everyone can recognize and how to put to use. Her belief is that the psychic ability is not unique to any everyone. It is it is not unique. It is available to all of us and it's simply another aspect of our everyday life. So welcome Christine. I'm so glad you're here. Wonderful to be here. I really enjoy this. This will be fun. So in in our first segment, uh, we're looking at how to look at our intuition. Yeah. And, and and especially how we deal with change. Why don't you first share with us how you view what intuition is? Um, to me, intuition is a combination of that little inner voice, the hair standing up in the back of your neck. The goosebumps. Yes, the goosebumps. The, gee, I feel something in the pit of my stomach and I'm not quite sure why. Um, and then you just heighten it by bringing it up to your intellect. And you use your observational skills, um, kind of define what it is you're, you're thinking and feeling in that moment, and then put it to use. Um, so, yeah, that's intuition to me. And how important it is in change. In change, it can be really helpful because um, change is hits you on every level. You react physically to it. You react emotionally to it. You have to be intellectually aware of it. Um, So your intuition is going to be drug along regardless. So you might as well use it um, to benefit you. I think where it gets tricky is intuition can sometimes be confused with um, anxiety. Yes. Um, And And you're trying to read your feelings, but you're already hyped up. Right. And so my guess is when you're in that high anxiety state, probably not the best way to gauge intuition. Right, right. Well, you can take note of it that you're anxious and you can say, okay, I'm anxious. What about, all right, when if you do a checklist of, you know, gee, I'm standing in front of a fire, perhaps that's a good thing to be anxious about. But if you're standing in the middle of your living room, perhaps not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. But you can feel like you're next to a fire. Yes, yes, that, you, that you, things are on fire. Right, yeah. right, yeah. That, that emotionally it feels mm-hmm. like things are falling apart and yep. how to pull it together. Yeah, and then, um, then we incorporate things like mindfulness, you know, uh, a little bit more of the practical application of what you can do and uh, to help yourself define it. But, um, you know, it, it just depends on what you're going through as well in that moment. If you know that you've got changes that are coming that are self-motivated, you know, if you are planning things, a career change, a marriage, you know, having children, um, you know, where you want to live, all of those different types of things. If you're actively pursuing those things and you're feeling anxious, that kind of makes sense. Right. You know what I mean? Because and, there are great changes going on and your things are out of control. Right. Well, not out of control, but out of your own control, it seems like. Right, right. And your choices are not about um, having all the answers in the moment. 
And we as human beings love to have all the answers in the moment. Um, so and you, our society sort of reinforces that. You bet. You know, it's it's a quick turn. You bet. You <laughs> bet. And if you don't have the answers, why don't you? Right. You know, there's something wrong with you. Oh, my gosh. Well, even in a job setting, you know, you're asked a question and you're supposed to be able to give, you know, the perfect an- or what you feel is the perfect answer. Mm-hmm. And you know you have access to the information, but it would take you a few days. So what do you do? Do you give something off the cuff that you don't know is going to be completely accurate, but it gives them what they need? But, right. Yeah. Or do you say, I need time, yeah. and I need a pause, and yeah. I will get back to you? Yeah. And you know, are you judged for that? Yes, we are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, but that is also where... Um, you know, intuition becomes a part of the game. It's not the whole game. Mm-hmm. And it's something we need to do to use, to utilize, as far as I'm concerned, um, to help us navigate this, all of these situations just better. Well, it seems to me that intuition has a, a utility, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't apply it to a utility, you know, the intuition is just right. messaging that just right. occurs. So how do you channel the intuition to deal with the issue at hand? Um, I'll, well, I'll give you a for instance. If you know that you are um, planning to move mm-hmm. and your intuition is um, guiding you to a certain area of town that you like or something feels a little off in the house that you're looking at, or something's just not right. If you take some time and take a step back and observe and kind of get into what the intuition is guiding you towards, and you utilize that information to help you make a better decision about the moment at hand. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yep. Yep. You can you can project a little bit into the future with it, but really when we are talking about ourselves and navigating change, we want to look at the short term, not the long term mm-hmm. necessarily, because it's getting to the next right answer. It's not about, you know, saying, okay, ten years from now this is gonna be important. Right. Well, you know, maybe, maybe not, depending on other choices that you make. Um, does that answer yep. your question? Yep. Yeah. I, I for me I think staying in the moment is something that that you've helped me look at is what are you in this moment and mm-hmm. not forcing yourself in some ways to go okay what what's the answer right but by just calming down actually helps take a break and lets your brain kind of reboot because I, I think I put pressure on my brain to just mm-hmm. make the next question next answer next answer next yeah. answer and and that's kind of a rote answer versus being open to a new answer true and I find that if I slow down, and just like, well, I'm just going to take a walk. Mm-hmm. And and that walk is letting my brain kind of readjust to the circumstances right. and provide a new thought right. and provide a new aha moment. Mm-hmm. But I don't always allow the aha moment right. because I override it with what I think is, oh, I only have much I don't have time to go out for a walk. I don't, right. have, I don't have time to sleep. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who needs that? Exactly. No. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think the other point that is unique about intuition is sometimes intuition comes as that that niggling scratch at the back of your brain. Yes. And it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And we try and avoid it and we walk around it and we go, nah, that doesn't, nah. Okay? Right. You know, the Mack truck, maybe it's coming, maybe it's not. <laughs> nah, you know. Well, if you feel like a Mack truck is coming for you, maybe you avoid the street. Right. You know, just take it as as a precautionary tale instead of it needing to be the direct answer. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I mean, how many um, airplane disasters do we then have someone say, you know, I just had this funny feeling. Yeah. And I I just thought, I don't want to take this Mm -hmm. flight. I'm going to switch flights that morning. And Mm -hmm. I decided I could go a little later or I could go a little earlier. There's something at hand. I think some people can maybe take it to an extreme and then they're afraid to do anything. Yeah. Uh, but if you have something that's just mm-hmm. really coming up for you yeah. as this is an issue, this is something to be thinking about. Yeah. And, have, and then there's other times when I think you're just – you can open yourself up to learn in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think there's something that I need to pay attention to. Right. So right. I'll just look for what that is that I need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you may not get an answer for a week or a mm-hmm. month or mm-hmm. a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you in, – in, usually you feel better trusting your gut. Mm -hmm. Most people are comfortable with that kind of a concept. This is just that concept on steroids. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I think that there are ways of not just depending on intuition and gut. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, frankly, I think sometimes our president makes all his decisions mm-hmm. based on, well, I had a gut feeling about right. it. And there's some danger in that because mm-hmm. is it really gut or is it ego? Yeah. And I think that's something that that's good to to look into with, you know, am I saying these things to myself because I want that outcome right. and I'm trying to create that outcome right. with my ego heavily mm-hmm. invested? Mm-hmm. Or am I truly being open to um, what's the best answer that includes both logic as well as your intuition? Right. And And to me, it's about being objective and trying to step back and see – like I said, the picture as a whole, mm-hmm. instead of it being something that you just, like you say, are reactionary to, um, you need to have mindfulness. You need to have a plan in place. You need to to define it before you just react to it. And be okay that um, that you may have faulty uh, perceptions mm-hmm. and that that's a way for intuition. Um, I do a lot with unconscious bias. Mm-hmm. Unconscious bias is something that everyone has. We yes. all have biases. We all, because it's all about safety and, mm-hmm. and we take the easiest, quickest route to make our decisions. But how much richer it can be when you take the pause yeah. and you question into, why did I have that thought? Was that intuition? Mm-hmm. Was that experience? Yeah. And how can I, I learn from that? Cool. Well, good. We are talking about intuition, and in our next segment, we're going to be talking about practicality and along with that intuition. So stay with us. We'll be right back, and we'll learn more from our friend Christine Schroeder. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue, Brunson's Pub. Experience history and passion through the delicious menu, reflecting the East Side's diversity. The choices are limitless. Salads, sandwiches, burgers, and shareable plates. Visit Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM 950 listener or a supporter of the East Side Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. Hello, humans. This is me, Ellie Krug, with Ellie 2.0 Radio on Monday mornings from 7 to 8 a.m. This week, I'll talk about an idealist, Scott Warren, who the federal government has prosecuted for helping migrant humans that come to America via the Arizona desert. I'll also talk about another idealist, Elizabeth Brenner, whose family tragedy spurred her to activism to protect students studying abroad. Ellie 2.0 Radio, engaging and real on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Sitka Salmon Shares was created seven years ago for the Midwesterner wanting better seafood. Here's how it works. First, visit sitkasalmonshares.com and enroll in a membership fit for you. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Then our fishermen in Southeast Alaska catch your share, fillet, and blast freeze with care and send them to your front door, all with delicious recipes. It's that simple. Enroll now at sitkasalmonshares.com and use code AM950 for $25 off. Homelessness. It's a problem in Carver County and every county in the United States. We need every kind of affordable housing, but especially for single young people who are trying to launch themselves. Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska is hosting a Tuesday Dialogue, June 11th, about Launch Ministry, a successful program that is making affordable housing happen for the young people who are experiencing homelessness in Chaska. The speakers are Corey Magstead, Executive Director, and Amanda Flowers-Peterson, Program Director. The city of Chaska has approved their plans for a 16-unit building of supportive housing. Come hear them talk about what that means and get answers to your questions. I'll be your host, Reverend Dean J. Seal. Again, that's Tuesday, June 11th at 7 p.m. Shepherd of the Hill Church of Chaska is at 145 Angler Road and Highway 41 with the Big Red Chair. Free coffee. Find us on Facebook or chaskachurch.org. Be there. Aloha. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us by opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests. We'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. 
Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we make the connections. Today we're doing an inward journey and making connections to how we feel about things, how we see things, what things come up for ourselves, and especially in times of change, how do we how do we use our own good intuition, our own good... Um, I see like a, a, a little navigator tool, a little compass. How do we use our internal compass to figure out the pathway out? And how do we use that compass, that intuitive gift as a, as a practical application? So let's talk about making plans and practicality in terms of, of change, Christine. Folks may be looking for new jobs or heading into divorce and – setting a new course for their life? How do they do that? Right. Uh, To me, it's all about creating a game plan and setting aside time to work your plan. Um, You know, are Tuesdays and Thursdays great for job hunting? Wonderful. Then that's what you put your energies towards. Um, Are you looking for the next career move? Does it require um, schooling? Are you looking to change from you know, a vocation to a, a job or vice versa? And how does that feel? What, you know, really get into kind of a mindfulness practice while you're looking to make those changes because that opens the door for your intuition to help you to apply all of this to tools and the practical piece. Something that you said last uh, segment about, you know, you get that feeling that things mm-hmm. are just right. And you could be dissatisfied with your job. Right. Or you could be satisfied with your job, but you know there's something more. Right. And that you're not at that place. And I, I think there's a discomfort that comes up when our intuition is starting mm-hmm. that you just can't live with the status quo. Right. And if you're starting in that discomfort area, I think most people like to avoid pain. So we don't <laughs> necessarily want to look at that discomfort yes. right away. Yeah. That yeah. denial is a lovely thing. Oh, yes. It's, it's like a deep it, river. It's not, a, <clears throat> it's not a big deal. So I'm not going to worry about it. But it keeps presenting itself. Yes. It is sort of a big deal because I'm still, even though I'm happy, even though I'm, do, I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it feels like. Right, right. And I think um, by avoiding that or negating that, um, in some ways, it just makes it crop up in different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you will start to have some health issues. You may have some difficulties with your friends and families. So uh, to me, honoring that that intuition is really a healthy path. And noticing. Yes. It, it, because I think, time. I think we just – we don't want to feel bad, so we Mm-mm. just deny it. But then when it comes up enough times, it's like, okay – there's something here for me. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm going to start yeah. noticing that there are things that keep cropping up that don't really uh, align with me not paying attention to it. Yes. I need to pay attention that something's going on. Instead of feeling shame about it or I've done something wrong. Right. There's just like, hey, I've done. I've gone through enough circles of life that when right, <laughs> right. the same challenge comes up, I need to pay attention and maybe address it differently. Yes, and and having a plan in place or a, a process in place allows you to to create a concept for yourself that you can use to make healthy choices with right. that. Then, and then we're not just spinning our wheels. Then we are actually making a proactive step towards something. Um, and when we are faced with divorce or when we are faced with the negative challenges that we have in our life, mm-hmm. which we all have to face, mm-hmm. um, that's when it becomes almost vitally important right. to have those plans. And I have a dear, dear friend going through a divorce right now, and it, my heart breaks for her um, because there's also a pendulum swing of emotions during that period. But, Am I right making the right decision? Mm-hmm. I, you know, I have come to this conclusion, but it still hurts. Sure. I need to move forward, but it's an unknown. Mm-hmm. And I have a known, uh, even though it may not be totally fulfilling and there's some danger involved. Sure. That's what yeah. I'm familiar with. Yeah. And being able to be brave into going into the unknown, mm-hmm. I think, takes um, takes a, the ability to read how we're feeling in the moment. You know, yeah. just noticing, you know, even though I miss being in this relationship, I'm not worried about my finances as I did at one point. Right, right. Or even, you know, something along these lines. I had a friend who who was – a lawyer was suggested to her, and she went with this lawyer, and she said, you know, I don't know. I just, I just don't like this lawyer. I, I don't know. I said, well, you know, you can change. No, no, no. I've already started. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. And Overriding she, yes, the intuition. Yes, and yeah. she kept – 
and come to find out the lawyer had done nothing Ugh. for her. And she found out way late in the day and had to continue with this person at, at a certain point because it was just not financially reasonable to change horses at that stage. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I, I knew it, I knew it, I knew mm-hmm. it. And I said, yeah, you did. <laughs> but the good news is that even though she may not have uh, acted, right, it validated yes. that she has a good uh, perception mm-hmm. that she may not always be able to logically yep. write out, but there's something that's being perceived that the next time when she has that, mm-hmm. she might act on it in in a more proactive way. And what it also did in that circumstance is it allowed her the confidence to take charge of the situation where she did begin to trust her gut. So she went behind this person and kind of sat on them like a like a tick and just made <laughs> sure that everything they were supposed to do, they were doing. Right. And so her gut ended up helping her in that way, even though it didn't get her out of that circumstance mm-hmm. necessarily. Mm-hmm. It certainly allowed her the confidence to make it as good as she could in the circumstances that she was in. So it's not that we use our intuition necessarily to avoid the pain, right? but it teaches us what we need to do to navigate through it. There's an empowerment in being able to have the confidence and mm-hmm. the courage to accept that you know something is off. Right. right. And mothers do it all the time when, yes. when their kids are sick. No, mm-hmm. no. I know the doctors doesn't yes. believe that there's something, but I know my mm-hmm. child and my child yes. has problems. Or pets, there's something off. Yeah. yeah, and learning to navigate for yourself mm-hmm. in that same manner is that that tool, you know, mm-hmm. saying, no, I, I'm just going to agree that, you know, we can agree to disagree. Something's off. I'm going to look at this. I'm going to observe. I'm going to create a game plan. I'm going to write down what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to be mindful on it. I'm going to take time out of my life to actually focus on this. And that's what, what is required. I think it's easy to get caught up in trying to make lists that force you to do something that may override. There's like an override mechanism that mm-hmm. we focus on. Well, this is this is the situation how I need to take care right, of it. Right. I have to believe that you need to do both and honor both, be able to make a plan, but not be so structured in the plan that it overrides your gut right. feeling. Right. Have the gut feeling, but not have that override, you know, Right. Being able to be thoughtful and mm-hmm. thinking through the future. So how do you do that balance? Well, there's a concept of what I call the dream the dream, um, I used to call them the dream readings. It's it's what we want to have happen versus what's actually happening. Right. And so... Because our ego can get involved oh, and we can go into the, the yes. I will just make it happen yes. because I want it yes. to happen. Yeah. You know, it, it is that, that lovely magical thinking mm-hmm. that... That changes that tries to change reality. Right, right. And I think people are drawn to me and my type of work to um, advocate for that philosophy. No, see, you're going to tell me that it's going to work this way, and then I can proceed moving forward. You give me my permission yeah, slip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, no, <laughs> Won't no, you give no, me my permission yeah. slip, Christine? <laughs> Sorry, it doesn't work that way. Uh-huh. Um, but... Usually what happens when somebody is so dedicated to that line of thinking is it blows up in their faces. Yeah. And so unfortunately, or fortunately, um, they have to learn the hard way something different is coming. You always bring another level of understanding of how to integrate intuition into practical living, and I appreciate that. Thank you. So stay tuned with us because we're going to be looking how to incorporate mindfulness, positive outlook, but being real with our intuition in our our next segment. So stay with us. Wild dancing, boisterous music, and a love story set against the backdrop of the Bosnian War. Park Square Theater presents Heaven by Theater in Residence Flying Foot Forum. A tale of finding common ground rather than fighting those who are different from us. Friendship, love, and painfully beautiful moments come to life through heart-stopping percussive dance. Balkan party music performed by Orkiz star BZ May. And driving songs by Chan Polig of the suburbs. Heaven runs May 31st through June 23rd. Find out more at parksquaretheater.org. Let It's Greek to Me by Athena help you celebrate your graduate with a fabulous dining experience at the beautiful restaurant or by catering your graduation party. And their incredible Grecian patio is open for the season and it's perfect for graduation celebrations. Contact the restaurant to make your reservation plan or catered graduation party today. It's Greek to Me is located on the corner of Lake and Lindale at 626 West Lake Street in Minneapolis or at itsgreektomemn.com. 
Congratulations, class of 2019. This is New Beginnings, hosted by award-winning broadcaster and speaker, Freddie Bell. Freddie, this generation of the baby boomers, people are living longer, so the baby boomers are taking care of elderly parents. Let's talk about your health, and specifically, let's talk about Medicare. Our show features the concerns of America's 78 million baby boomers in employment, finance, health and nutrition, and even entertainment. Catch New Beginnings with Freddie Bell, Saturdays at 11 on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. The entire buying experience with Rudy Luther Toyota is so worthwhile. Every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care, two years of free maintenance with every new Toyota purchased. Their super staff is wonderful, always ready to help. And there's the Luther Advantage card. With every new and used vehicle purchase, you'll get three years of 10 cents off per gallon of gas at Holiday Station stores, as well as discounted car washes. The Luther Advantage card keeps you happy in your Rudy Luther vehicle. Head on over to Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. I'm Peter Rackliff from the Eastside Freedom Library, and I'd like to tell you about an historic place on Payne Avenue. Brunson's Pub is a place where history and passion are a part of every detail, starting with the menu. The Payne Phelan neighborhood arose from Dakota people who lived here for hundreds of years and pioneering immigrant communities, Irish, Swedes, German, and Italians, who made the Eastside their home. More recently, waves of new residents from Asia, Latin America, and Africa continue the rich immigrant history and are revitalizing the community's cultural life and economy. Come experience Brunson's Pub at 956 Payne Avenue and grab a discounted gift card when you mention that you're an AM950 listener or a supporter of the Eastside Freedom Library. Be sure to check out Brunson'sPub.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Today will be sunny, the high near 88, while tonight's mostly clear, with a low around 62. Tomorrow, chance of storms with a high near 75. Monday, sunny, with a high near 75. And Tuesday, partly sunny, with a high near 77. The Eat Local Minnesota Restaurant of the Week is Burger Moe's. Located in downtown St. Paul, Burger Moe's is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before or after XL Energy events. Come visit them at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul, or more info at burgermoes.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter, we talk about connections, and today we're talking about connections to our inner compass, our intuition, and how that helps guide the way in figuring out what we need to do. Uh, In our first segment with Christine Schroeder, who is uh, with us today as a Uh, As a way to help us start looking at what we do, she is a life skill advisor, and she's an intuitive medium that helps bring a practicality to our intuition, which may seem like an oxymoron, but it's really what she's all about, that this is something that we all have access to. We might not always put everything into a neat little box of explanation, but do we need to? Do we need to explain everything or do we need to just start trusting how we perceive the world and that that there are good answers for us, that we don't have to force decisions and deny what we're feeling? It opens us up to think about what we're feeling in new ways. So in our first segment, we talked a little bit about, you know, how how intuition can help navigate change. Then we talked about how to be practical about it. In this segment, we're really looking at how we can incorporate both mindfulness and intuition. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about what you feel about mindfulness, Christine. Um, to me, mindfulness is a very broad spectrum concept. It's not someone sitting in a corner saying the word om over and over again, hoping for enlightenment. <laughs> well, you um, do have that image. I mean, well, the, there is a sense like, I don't know if it came from the 70s hippy-dippy days where, you know, there was the sense of like, you know, going into your own world yes. and and somehow dropping out of society uh, and, and clicking with the universe would, yes. would give you the answers, but it also made them very hungry and living. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't, I don't do tie-dye. Uh, um, but mindfulness to me is the practical application of being aware and being aware of where you're at physically, where you are at in the moment of crisis, where you are in the moment of your journey. And so being present, being present, mm-hmm. but also being aware that sometimes, um, you know, if you watch a sad movie, does that mean that you are sad? 
eternally. No, it's it's being aware of that, okay, I spent the afternoon with someone who was challenging to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent the afternoon thinking about challenging things. I need a break from that. I'm going to think about where I am in the world and how I feel, whether I feel secure, comfortable in what I'm doing and my choices. I'm going to sit with this quietly for a period of time and look at what I want for my outcomes for the afternoon, for the evening. And being aware of that allows you to stay present in your situation regardless of what's coming at you. And in times of stress, that's what we need. I think, and I may be making an over-exaggeration, but many of my my friends, my women friends, would consider taking that kind of time out a luxury mm-hmm. or uh, selfish sure. or there's so many things to do on the to-do list. You mm-hmm. know, how could I right. take that time? Right. Um, yet when I, I know when you advise that and when that happens, how much more can get done. Right. And, and, and that you're not at that frazzled right. state. And to me, it doesn't have to take three days. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go on the retreat at, at Grand Marais to mm-hmm. make this happen. It's 15 minutes at your lunch hour where you just breathe, listen to positive sounds, mm-hmm. you know, stick your head out the car window if you're driving <laughs> down the freeway. You know, whatever it takes to shake you out of that pattern of either negativity or overthinking or being in that rev mode. And our society is in high rev, mm-hmm. and we can burn the engine out mm-hmm. at that high rev. You yeah. know, that even if we look at it like a car, the, the engine needs to cool down every once in a while. Right, right. <laughs> and that if you keep it up at that that high rev speed, yeah. it, it is damaging, and it does show up in a lot of different yep. ways. And it, it clouds our judgment. So it, in looking at, let's say, um, being in process of the middle of I'm, – I'm thinking again of my friend who's, who's going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And – They've made that decision, and yet there's so many things that pull at you while you're making that decision. There's right. memories that pull at you. There's the hope that what you thought would be in the relationship gets pulled at you. Mm-hmm. There's the comfort of the pattern where you know what you need to do even if it doesn't feel good. Right. So how, how do you take that next step after you know that you need to make a change, but the change itself can – be right. very challenging. Right. Well, the unknown becomes the the factor. You know, are my finances going to be okay? Can I manage this? Um, you know, am I going to just go from one bad relationship to another bad relationship? Are all these things tied together? Is it me? Is it right. them? You know, um, and And that's where, again, I'm reiterating something, but that's where a plan comes into focus here. So tell me that plan, because I, I, I get the concept, but how would you work a plan um, to get to navigate, actually, through this kind of rapids of change? Okay. You want to create a practice that is a daily check-in, okay? You want to look at it as... Make it a routine. You make it a routine. If you're going to clean your house, you just throw all the cleaning products in the middle of the room and say, well, I think I'll pick up the the rag for the toilet here, and then maybe I'll dust over here. No, you have a concise way of doing that, usually, depending on who you are and what they That might work for me. (laughs) That might motivate me, actually. Look at all those cleaning tools. Better do something with them. But you still have to pick one. Right, exactly. There is choice still involved. (laughs) Sort of obvious, like, no, today's cleaning day. I put all the cleaning things in the middle of the room, and I need to focus on that. I know, but so often we Uh, don't do the obvious. You know, we do default to, oh, it's too much, it's overwhelming, and I'm just going to stay in my stuck patterns. Right. And so when you recognize that you're feeling defeated, you know, oh, I I can't get the job that I want, you know, the divorce is getting ugly, Uh, what do we do? It, it takes the conscious effort of saying, okay, I'm going to stop thinking this way, right. and I'm going to choose healthier patterns. And you just do it in small doses. We don't eat the plane all at once. We eat it a bolt at a time. Right. And so that's the concepts that I'm talking about, and you build tools around that. If you have friends that you know can that are your rah-rah girls or 
guides or mm-hmm. cheerleaders, and you know that they're going to help you feel good, you make plans to spend time with those people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know that you have a big arbitration that's going to knock you on your butt because you're concerned that you're not going to get what you need out of it, you plan around that. Mm-hmm. You plan before it and you plan after it. What you're going to do to benefit yourself, to clear your head, to be present at it, you know, you, you a mindfulness practice, if it's a prayer, if it's you standing, you know, next to your car saying, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, whatever it is, create that for yourself, build that for yourself, because you are in a state of, of mode. I think it's also important to look, to be present, to look at, at are the friends that you're drawing around you, yes. the friends that are just perpetuating mm-hmm. and reinforcing uh, decisions that have hurt you in the past, right. or are you having friends that are both loving and challenging mm-hmm. you to move forward in positive ways? Right. Because I, I can think of situations where I just needed this. I needed my friends around me. Right. And the friends around them were part of the problem. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they, they were reinforcing yeah. things that weren't necessarily helping them recognize right. what the, the key yep. issue is. And that's the biggest tool in all of this, too, which I kind of forgot to mention, is the objective thinking. Right. And being able to to say to yourself, okay, you know, does this really feed patterns that I just want to have happen? Mm-hmm. Or is it really getting me unstuck? Right. And some of that objective thinking can come from therapists, mm-hmm. from trusted friends, mm-hmm. people that you know can call you on the carpet. Right. Be, and um, being open to being called yes, on the carpet. Yeah. Yeah. And call the carpet doesn't mean that you're a bad person. No. It's, it's just an accountability. Lot, it, accountability does, doesn't that just get always back to that heart? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that what, what, what do I want to be accountable for? Mm-hmm. And how does that accountability help me be um, more present in the world and more of who I am? Right. Uh, but being conscious that who I am affects others. Right. If you spend and your impacts others. Right. If you spend your life in a negative mode and you're shocked that you've got negative people around you and negative things are happening to you and somebody says, well, maybe you should look at changing your perspective, mm-hmm. that's an accountability, but it's also a choice. Right. And so that's that ownership piece. And that's what accountability does as far as I'm concerned, is it allows you to own it. Mm -hmm. And if you want to stay a negative Nelly, then great. Then Mm -hmm. that's what you're going to build and that's what you're going to create. And And it'll be reinforced. You bet. But then you got to own it. Right. You know, then you can become a curmudgeon and, you know, crabby old person and yay, you've won. (laughs) Well, sometimes, though, people tell themselves stories Mm -hmm. and want that story to be real. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's fine. I don't know why you think everything's not fine. Yep. Yep. Okay, you have less than $100 in your bank account. Right. And right. you've got bills coming up. Yeah. So even though you're telling yourself is fine and you thought positive yeah. and you think that the somehow magical thinking at the end of the month, yes. everything is going to come your way because you thunk it, mm-hmm. um, seems to be to miss the responsibility we have right. in life to, to be accountable yeah. for making sure that we make choices that when we show up in the world are productive. Right. And your gut will tell you, hey, guess what? You know, spending your last $50 on that boat ride, probably not a smart idea. Right. Because you're going to have that anxiety. You're going to have that realization. But that, my mm, intuition tells yes, me that it's, it's going yes, to be great. It's going to be good. That's uh, not your intuition. That's that psychotic part of your brain that <laughs> wants to send you on a bad trip. And yeah. live for the moment. I mean, exactly. there's, a, there's a hedonism that's like, I deserve this and I I'm going to have fun, and if I go do this, then then it's going to be easier for me to cope with everything else. Right. No, it, that's escapism. Right. <laughs> and I think our culture really does leverage off of avoiding things. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, it's really easy to utilize all those fun things like, you know, booze and pot and just, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, all those mental gymnastics that mm-hmm. we do to ourselves to avoid those things. And there again, that's why kind of creating a game plan when you are in a mode of change to actually navigate it so that you can catch yourself if you are using avoidance or if if you are feeling overwhelmed and right. knowing to reach out when you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, writing stuff down, I hate writing things down, so I don't, but I'm a great mental list keeper. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, when I know that um, if I've got a stack of laundry, hmm. I'm avoiding something here. Not sure what it is. Don't think it's the laundry uh-huh. itself. So, so what cues? Some of the things I'm hearing you say is that part of it is really doing a good self-awareness, self-check. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who am I 
how am I doing? Right. What do I want to do? Am I doing the things that I want to? Am I being kept from doing the things I want to? And is some of those things being kept because of my own behavior? Right. And how do you build a, a change for an outcome? Right. And I think in in the arena of careers, I think um, that's why people invest so much time in careers because we feel like we have the most say mm-hmm. in that arena. Well, I've done everything I can and I'm doing this. Um, it's true and it's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think people can end up um, spending a lot of time focusing on that and not living their life either. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Or we also can get so tied up in doing so much at your job that you're not looking at networking, mm-hmm. keeping up with the folks that uh, are doing the things that you want to be doing yep. in your life. And yep. and have you kept up with you know maintaining and managing and supporting those relationships so right. that they can let you know mm-hmm. if other opportunities come up? Yeah. Because uh, you can get swallowed in your own to-do list mm-hmm. and thinking that you're pleasing, but are you really being successful? Yes, it's very true. And that, that's something that I sometimes struggle with. Am I just doing this to please or am I doing this because I want an outcome? Yeah. And that I'm being self-directed. So, with that, stay with us. Uh, this hour always goes so fast with Christine. We have one more segment where we're going to use our mo- mojo. So stay with us for that mojo time. Connections Radio Show is all about tapping into our hardwired hunger to connect. We examine meaningful connections to ourselves, our community, and the world around us. By opening the door to innovative insights by a wide variety of interesting guests, we'll make the connections to something bigger than ourselves. Join me, Lori Fitz, your host of Connections Radio Show, and together we'll make the connections. Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can save money with All Energy Solar. One of the myths about solar is that it's too expensive and you need lots of money down. The truth, solar is available for little or no money down. And if you have a great site for solar, you might even save money right away on a monthly basis. So don't wait to switch. You'll see your investment pay off the sooner you switch to All Energy Solar. So start saving today and visit allenergysolar.com. I'm Candy Braffel, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com. Hi, I'm Peter Solak. And I'm Adam Ostrowski. We are here at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces to talk about the joy of live fire cooking. Cooking over a live fire is the oldest and most basic form of cooking. What's new is in the way a fire is handled and its heat is managed. It's easier to experience and enjoy the smell and taste of food cooked over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces sells and installs live fire grills, fire pits, and ovens. Let us help you experience the smell, the taste, the fun of cooking with fire. Pizza was first made and is still best made in an open fire oven. The radiant and conductive heat of a live fire is unmatched for wood roasting and baking artisan breads too. Come see the many ways you can cook over a live fire. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood and gas units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. More information at woodlandstoves.com. Find the fire that works for you. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, out of the ordinary products and services since 1977. Wild dancing, boisterous music, and a love story set against the backdrop of the Bosnian War. Park Square Theater presents Heaven by Theater in Residence Flying Foot Forum. A tale of finding common ground rather than fighting those who are different from us. Friendship, love, and painfully beautiful moments come to life through heart-stopping percussive dance. Balkan party music performed by Orkiz Star BZ May. And driving songs by Chan Polig of the suburbs. Heaven runs May 31st through June 23rd. Find out more at parksquaretheater.org. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. We've been having a wonderful day in making connections, in guiding our life for ourselves, uh, being able to take stock in 
how we perceive, and what skills can we learn to take what we might call intuition. Maybe there's another word for it that we just haven't created yet, but it's <laughs> that knowingness that you can't always put words into, but you want to be able to to listen into and let it guide you. And to do that, we've got Christine Schroeder, who is a life skill advisor. And I love life skill. Um, I think there's emotional intelligence is a skill that you can learn. Cultural intelligence is a skill that you can learn. I think intuitive intelligence yes. is a skill that we can learn. Mm-hmm. And Christine is a life skill advisor in that area and uses her her intuition and, and really helps us guide how to get in touch with that. Um, I think sometimes people want to go to get the answer right. from someone. And you do something different to help people start to tap into their own intuition and, and how that can be a skill-based uh, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Tell me a bit about that. Well, when people come to see me, I always uh, refer to it as kind of putting up the mirror. I'm really just reflecting back at you the things that you need to focus on, you want to look at. Um, These are your questions, not mine. And um, in classes and in moving forward, in that expression of that, it allows you to learn how to see a little bit more objectively and have more clarity about the things you want to know about that are personal, that allow you to use your body and your emotions and your intellect in concert to give you your own answers. Um, They're there anyway. Mm -hmm. You're reacting to them whether you recognize it or not. Um, It can be overridden by anxiety and Mm -hmm. fear and want. And And wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. And how to differentiate what you want to make happen. Right. And create more of a space for allowing Yep. In order to, really to reach the outcome. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that you, you create outcomes mm-hmm. that um, are, are positive and that that's what you, you – you don't look at what the exact thing is. You, right. you, you don't go, I need to have this exact job. I yes. want to be the VP of this. And if I don't get it, it's going to crush me. So yeah. all I'm going to do is focus on positive thinking about getting that job right. versus I want to be in a job where I, my leadership skills, uh, things that are important to me – Creating a team, right. bettering the world will all – that's an outcome. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and I'm all of a sudden getting chills, so I know <laughs> yes. that, that is where I yes. want to be. Um, that allows me to express that. Yes. It may be this VP position. Right. But it may not be. Right. And so often people will get to that pinnacle and they'll turn around and say to themselves, well, this didn't feel like I thought it would at all. Oh, this mm-hmm. isn't This isn't right. This isn't what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. Now I don't know what I want. Because we put all those expectations yes. on that job yeah. fulfilling right. what we were dreaming about without ever teasing out. Well, what attracts right. you to that job? Right. What are the outcomes that that job could give you that right. you think – and then how do I evaluate whether or not that meets mm-hmm. my outcome versus yep. being subjected to, you know, a win or lose getting that position? Exactly, exactly. And and to do that and to be a little bit more aware, um, I always suggest people ask specific questions around those types of things. You know, is it about the fact that it's a big company and you get – kudos for being with a big company because your family thinks that that's important. Is that important to you? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not important to you, you're going to go to work every day at that big company going, oh, my God, it's so big. I don't like this. Why did this happen? Mm-hmm. And your family's going to go, look at great. We can point out that, that they're working there and you're miserable. Right. Um, they wanted the prestige perhaps, right. but did you get the fulfillment? Right, right. And is prestige your your bag. If it is, mm-hmm. great. Yeah. You know, then that's going to work for you. If it's not, then those things aren't going to work for you. And pleasing the family yes. by being there yes. is going to wear on you. Yes, it is. Um, so get very specific about the questions that you want around any change that you're going to navigate. Um, and then, you know, go about your day and you may notice clarity comes you know, through odd perspectives. Mm-hmm. Somebody may point out that, you know what, I really want that position because I love speaking in front of people. I love being a cheerleader. I love performance. And you go, ah, oh, guess what? I that do too. That. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to be behind the desk. Maybe I need to be in front of the desk. Ooh. <laughs> and so it, it, that's the type of clarity that I'm talking about. And just being aware of the 
the dynamic mm-hmm. can help you navigate it so much better. Well, I like the idea of being able to sit with something mm-hmm. because, again, we're trained to think quickly. And and more often than not, when I hear trust your gut, it's to make a quick decision. Right. But you're saying trust your gut, but take time in really exploring what that means, and what the outcome you want to achieve ultimately right? that resonates with right. you. We are animals at our core, mm-hmm. okay? That gut instinct was to keep us from dying. Right. That's okay? the fight or flight. Yep, fight or Saber-toothed flight. tiger is yep. coming out, yep. run. <laughs> yep, but it's also what we use to navigate where the water was Yeah. and where the good crops were. And maybe we should follow that herd because you know what? We like to eat them, you know? <laughs> And and so it's morphed into this thing that's become fight or flight when in actuality it's a whole part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And and to break it down into useful tools mm-hmm. is what I choose to do with my career. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to do is show people that incorporating that can really benefit them in all aspects of life. And your goal is to to really train people to understand that and to hone that skill mm-hmm. so that they can do it better for themselves. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind offering it, you know, and showing mm-hmm. the five different pathways or opportunities that I see, but it's going to be far more beneficial if we all can learn to live, you know, with a little bit more intuition in our daily lives. It just makes it easier. So one thing that I know you've advised me to think about is to how you start your day and mm-hmm. how you breathe it in, mm-hmm. and notice what comes to you at that beginning of the day Yeah, and, and how you can create those questions that, mm-hmm. that you can take time to just let roll around a bit. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even have to be a meditative thing. You can mm-hmm. be in the shower saying, okay, guess what? You know, today I know I've got this big meeting. Mm-hmm. I can stress about it. I can sweat about it. I can worry about it. Or I can say, okay, am I prepared? Do I feel prepared? If I don't feel prepared, what can I do about it? Um, You know, do I like these people? Am I going to feel defensive? Okay, then I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to really do what I need to do emotionally to garner the best outcome here. And I want to encourage my audience that if you would like to have some guidance, some training, uh, there are programs that uh, Christine gives as group uh, training. She also Mm -hmm. does one-on-one. Her website is christineintuitivemedium.wordpress.com. Go there. Uh, Pick up the computer, the phone, the connection that you have and and connect with Christine. Christine's there to support you on your journey. And um, she, she helps you look at the practicality of intuition, which I think is a wonderful connection. So, Christine, thank you for being here. Uh, Thanks for having me. I so enjoy this. Well, it's just always a nice uh, opportunity for us to do our inner journey. And we need to take time for that, as well as looking out at the world and our connections to our community. And maybe it makes it a little bit deeper when we have had that chance to reflect on who we are and what we bring. I hope so. So thanks, Christine. (laughs) Look forward to having you again. Stay tuned for Connections Radio Show. (laughs) 